God bless you, and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Where does your strength come from? What gives you the ability to continue in the chaos and craziness of life? Who or what do you rely upon to enable you to not give up? What will it take for you to have joy in your life and not fear? What will it take for you to have confidence for a blessed future? Do you have answers for the questions in your life? If you want some of these things, today's episode will give you some help. Give a listen. There are many accounts in the Bible of how the people of God learned to draw closer to him and trust in him. There are also many accounts of his people who walked away from him and lived in the world. As I have continued to seek the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, I have come to realize I must live in his word. For those of you who might be new in faith, it may seem a bit repetitious to read the Bible all the time but I doubt you have any trouble eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner most every day of your lives. You feed yourself physically. Why wouldn't you feed yourself spiritually? And the older you get in faith, the same is true. You must continue to feed yourself. The Bible is full of promises. You can only believe and receive the promises you know. So I'll ask you, how many do you know? Only as you continue in God's word will you have the joy of knowing. If I don't know the way, I won't go, I'll stay. Then doubt slows my feet, and fear tries to defeat. But when I turn to the Lord, for whom my heart yearns, he opens my eyes, and I know the greatness of his joy. Darkness tries to cover as a shroud, and it my mind tries to cloud. But as I remember God is light, my trust in him takes flight. So I rest upon his word, believing fully what I've heard. Then my eyes see through the mist, and I walk with joy. The brilliance of his ways overcomes the chaos of the day. For his truth I diligently seek, so my way is no longer bleak. As I continue in his word, and its truth to my heart I gird, He causes me to know and understand, and I find the strength of his joy. Where have you been looking for strength? I'll take a wild guess that since you are listening to this podcast, you are looking to God and his son Jesus. I've been around the block more than once, and I have come to know that life can be challenging even when you've been endeavoring to walk with the Lord for a while. We live in a fallen world that attacks and entices and uses many devices to pull us aside, and sometimes we stumble. We are instructed by Jesus in many places to continue in the Word. He says in John chapter 8 that as we continue in the Word, we would know the truth, and the truth would make us free. To continue means to abide in. It means we live in the Word as we would live in our house. It's not an occasional visit. One of the attacks of this fallen world is to endeavor to confuse our understanding of the scripture. But listen to this simple statement concerning understanding. 
The context is about Paul receiving the revelation of the mystery. We find it in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Paul had received revelation and he wrote it down. Then he tells us, when you read, ye may understand my knowledge. When you read God's word, you should understand, and with understanding comes confidence, and with confidence comes joy. The Holy Spirit is our guide to teach us as we read. And if you don't understand, first, read it again. Secondly, if you don't understand, who should you ask to teach you? It says in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. How is it that the joy of the Lord is our strength? Well, let's look at that account in Nehemiah. The books of Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther should be understood as a unit. They are all in the same time frame. In some Jewish Bibles, Ezra and Nehemiah are actually only one book. These three individuals had divine appointments that brought blessings to the children of Israel. In their time, once again, Israel had been taken into captivity because of their idolatry. But in a moment of mercy, God inspires the king of Babylon to allow Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and its gates that have been destroyed. There are a small remnant of the children of Israel that want to turn their hearts back to God. It has been years since a godly priest has presided in the temple. They have not heard the word of the Lord in a long time. And now, after they have finished the work of the rebuilding, they gather with Ezra the priest to hear the word taught. We're going to pick it up in the middle of Nehemiah 8, verse 7, because in the first part of that verse are over 12 names that I can't pronounce. So then it goes, And the Levites caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they read in the book in the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense, and caused them to understand the reading. All those who were speaking, those twelve guys that I can't pronounce their names, were not just reading words from the page. They would stop and explain with great detail not just what was written, but the heart of God behind it. Continuing in verse 9, it says, And Nehemiah, which was the Tishratha, which means governor in Persian, and Ezra the priest, the scribe, and the Levites that taught the people, said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. I'm not exactly sure how long it's been, but they have not heard the scriptures spoken and explained like this for a long time. Their weeping could be twofold, weeping for their lack of obedience to God and also weeping for joy of his mercy that they have been brought to this time to once again walk in his ways with his mercy upon them. We continue in verse 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, 
for the joy of the Lord is your strength. First, they feasted on the word of God, and then they feasted on the fat, and they drank the sweet, and then they blessed their neighbors who didn't have anything, and the full result of this day of hearing and understanding the word of the Lord is summed up by the joy of the Lord is your strength. They had lived with idolatry for many years, and now they have come back into a relationship with the true God. They have come into an understanding of where they were and where they should be. The priest said that they should celebrate. Are you celebrating in life because you understand your relationship with God? Let me ask you, where are you in your life? This is not a moment to condemn yourself, but to take a checkup from the neck up. It's very easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that our priorities get shifted. If you're having trouble being confident in the direction you're going, perhaps you need to take time to ask the Lord if you're going in the right direction. Without understanding, we are in the dark. Without understanding, things will not go well. Understanding comes from a continued search and daily diet of the Word of God. Now let's look at the summary of this day with Nehemiah and Ezra. Verse 11. So the Levites stilled all the people, saying, Hold your peace, for the day is holy, neither be ye grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and to drink and to send portions and to make great mirth, because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. Have you ever had a moment when either hearing a teaching or reading the word by yourself, a great moment of understanding opens your eyes and shatters the darkness? In that moment, your heart jumps and skips, and you are overjoyed because you understand. Three times in this record, it mentions that the people came to an understanding of God's word. That understanding brought joy, and that joy brought strength. When you walk in confusion, you're not sure which way to go or what to do. When you don't understand things, you can stand or sit in that situation and stare blankly into space. What do I do next? Recently, I have been endeavoring to rebuild a website. I have literally spent hours fighting with the software, fighting with it because I don't understand it. So at this point, I have no joy. There have been times in the past when I did learn something that I had been ignorant of, and in that moment of understanding came joy. And then because I knew what to do, I had strength to do it. So what do you know? What do you understand about God? I remember years ago asking someone the question, do you think God would give his word in a means by which we couldn't understand it? To my amazement, they said yes. They thought God could be a God of confusion, but his word clearly states in 1 Corinthians 14, he is not the author of confusion. There are several places in the New Testament where it says something like, I would that ye knew, or I would not have you ignorant. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, it says, God wills all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And that knowledge is not head knowledge, but heart knowledge, where we not only know the words of the book, but we know the author. The book of Proverbs has much for us to learn concerning knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. 
let's look at the beginning in chapter 1, verse 5. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The first requirement is to have your ears open, and then absolutely your heart must be open also. We must hear the words to increase learning. The bottom line of understanding comes from our reverence of God. It comes from having an intimate relationship with Him. The people in the book of Nehemiah had been separated from God. They had gone into deep idolatry. It doesn't take that much to distract us and keep us away from our relationship with God. Simply being too busy to worship or too busy to pray or too busy to read the Word regularly can cause confusion and pain in our lives. The brilliance of His ways overcomes the chaos of the day. For His truth I diligently seek, so my way is no longer bleak. As I continue in His Word and its truth to my heart I gird, He causes me to know and understand and I find the strength of his joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Reading this phrase in the context brings understanding. And understanding, as we now see, brings his joy, and his joy is our strength. As it said in Proverbs, to understand Proverbs and dark sayings, we must have the fear of the Lord. We must have a reverence for God. Relationship is the key that we should attend to. It is hard to be successful in the things that we want to do without understanding. If you're baking, you cannot swap baking soda for baking powder. That becomes disastrous. You must understand the difference. Jesus spoke about the benefit of understanding in the parable of the sower. Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. In this parable, there are four types of ground. It is only in the good ground that the seed bears fruit. The ground is an analogy for the hearts of the individual who hears. Do they hear with a hard heart and not receive? Do they hear with a heart full of weeds that overgrow what is heard? Or do they hear with rocks in the heart that won't allow the word to grow and go deep into the heart? Or are they the good ground where the word is heard and understood? That understanding comes from a continued relationship with God and His Son and the Holy Spirit. You can know and understand the will of God for your life. God wants you to live in the strength of His joy.